You're listening to San Marcos Sounds. Hey, this is Ashley, and welcome to another episode of San Marcos Sounds. In this episode, Christian, Jared, Max, and myself talk about women in the music industry. We go over different obstacles unique to women in the industry and the state of music today. I hope you enjoy this International Women's Day special. Lovely visiting the studio today. I work here. But yeah, no, I'm enjoying being here with you guys talking about music. As the only woman in the room, I feel like a important topic to bring up this week is something Christian alluded to during the last podcast about women's role in the music industry and their treatment. I've noticed a lot of people, or at least for myself and the people who I interact with most, typically it's a lot of male-led bands that they listen to, or male-based artists, or just individual male artists, than female artists. So my question was, do you think it differs by people of different gender identities, or is it just because there are disparities towards women in the music industry to begin with? There are still female artists that I love and listen to, but there's a lot more male artists. So do you think it's like there's a trend based upon who you listen to, or is it that there are just disparities towards women in the music industry in general? Yeah, that's definitely an answer that doesn't have a straightforward yes or no. But with gender identity and like the music you gravitate towards, I think that like from a psychoanalytic standpoint, we are going to naturally gravitate towards the music we identify with and what we see that represents ourselves. And maybe that is somebody with the same gender as us. So we're going to gravitate towards that sort of music. But I also think that there's a lot of a lot of disparities in the music industry for women as a whole being in an industry that still is very like patriarchal and led by a lot of men and it's hard for women to have to be granted the same opportunities when they have that opposition of gender. So what music do you identify with? Do I identify with? Yeah, like, like personally. Gender wise, like as a female or male artist or like genre wise? In, in general, like that is you get the basic question some random person asks you, what are you telling them? Can I just say sad music? Like, is that... You can say sad music. Is sad right. good enough? No. If, if it's good enough for you, it is. Yeah, I think that would be right. like So the, the blues. I feel like that would be the oh, yeah. term that You're saying the blues. all of it. Bow, 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 bow. That's I could listen to blues. Blues is good music. As long as, like, the lyricism is, you know, like, really sad and I'll cry, then... Golden. Ashley Farney, on your gravestone, liked sad music. Yeah. That's that's good? Yeah, nice. that's actually perfect. I have the list of songs that I want played at my funeral. What so, are those songs? Well, one of them is Funeral by Phoebe Bridgers, of, of okay, course. Okay, of course. You know. And then also... Speaks for itself. Also Smoke Signals by Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. It's just all Phoebe. Well, identifying with music... I don't know. I might be a little bit of a special case. I definitely, like, I listen to, just grew up being very into music from um, female artists. I was really into, like, when I was 13, I got really into, like, Riot Girl music. Like, punk Ooh. rock music from the 90s. Um, it was, like, my first exposure to punk music. And when I was a 13-year-old boy, I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. Uh and it kind of just stuck with me and over my teenage years that became my entire personality is white women with guitars so what vein of uh riot girl music oh um so so let me tell you the first the first exposure 
Was I ever had to it. Was it what? Was it Paramore? No, 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 sir. Um, think okay. like Northwest Seattle, Portland, Oregon. Oh, that scene, yeah, grungy stuff. Grungy stuff. Okay. My first exposure was this band called Bratmobile, just through cassettes, and I obviously got very into Bikini Kill and Sleater Kenny, who managed to be my faves, the iconic, the best, unbeatable. So like that sounds screaming loud yelling about the patriarchy and racism was my jam and my parents were like what are you listening to and i said don't worry about it i had like a horde of cassettes that i accumulated you actually listened to the cassettes oh yeah i found like we had um a record shop in the downtown area of our town that had a couple wait where are you from from mckinney texas oh wow yeah Which is, like, a little bit north of Dallas as well. We also took many trips to Dallas to um, find some stuff. Yeah, I really found, like, just a great identification with kind of the lyrics of what they were talking about and just the very fast, fluid kind of rhythms in the instrumentation. If you were to compare, like, the music, the Riot Girl kind of music, uh-huh. to a similar-sounding but male-produced artist... What, like, makes you gravitate towards the female musicians? Um, it was really just the first thing I found. It was, like, I had not listened to punk music really at all until that. That was just the... Brian Mobile was just the first band because they were in a video game that I played. And I was like, this is the coolest music I've ever heard in my life. So I just gravitated towards that because it was my first exposure to it. But definitely, like, as I got more into music, I don't really care who's singing it. I just like punk music. When you listen to music, do you find yourself, like, leaning towards a certain gendered artist? No. What music do you identify with? Soft rock. Ugh. See, he takes it slow. He takes it... Soft rock, like, yacht rock. Yacht okay. rock. Some easily... Some, like... Something you can listen to. Something you can put on, you yeah, know, like... That doesn't, like, stress me out. Just as... But doesn't bore me either. Oh, yeah. ZZ Top is, like, where I hit the most rocking. But it's mostly Doobie Brothers... America, Horse of No Name, Soft Rock. But I think a lot of genres are centered around gender. But it's like a certain sound is also associated, like that's hard to like say, because like sound can be associated with most genders. Often enough, female singers will have a higher pitch. Higher pitches don't necessarily go with rock. Do they not necessarily, or do people just not think that they do? Right, like I, but like making the music. I think it it'd be different for ACDC to sound like ACDC. Well, they were a higher pitched band. Right. I don't know. I guess you're right. I do associate it, but I just like what could you say the same for like if I think of pop, I'm gonna think of a lot of female led pop singers. Like who? Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande is probably like if I think of the genre pop, I think of Ariana Grande. I think the reason that that is kind of your perception is. Pop- Pop has been commercialized as like the main all-encompassing genre. Anything that's modern is going to be some subset of pop in there. And I think that women are kind of classified into this like mainstream pop music culture to almost discredit them and be like, oh, well, they're producing the same thing as everyone else. But the artists that you're naming right now, I bet you if you really gave it some thought, almost all the male artists that you would name right now too would be classified as a pop artist. Do you think that women are more scrutinized for the genre that they perform? Yes. 
Definitely country. Def, I, think, I would actually. I mean, like a lot of. I mean, of every genre, but like the, definitely country. Only a lot of problems with country. No, yeah, wait. Yeah. The only one when I was thinking about it that actually kind of equalizes in a, in, in a certain way more than I can think of other ones is country. Country has both genders at very high value. Dolly, Loretta Lynn, Reba, like the like they're like when you think of country, you can think of I wouldn't say new country per se. But with the heart of country, it was a lot of, there was like in the 70s and 80s, a lot of women-led country stars. All right, so let's kind of unpack that for a second. So what is the culture that's surrounding country music? Country music is like a southern kind of, like if I can think of it, it was, country music was supposed to be an offshoot of like blues and folk in a way. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, uh, I don't know. So, like, if you're saying that it's Southern music, then they're going to have, like, those Southern values instilled in them. So th- I think the reason that we see almost an equal amount of genders playing in country music is because we have these women who most of their songs are about men. Most country music mm-hmm. songs are about love and relationships and everything, and we see a lot from male country artists that are more of objectifying and things like this about women. So I think that there's a lot of conversation about relationships within country music that makes them point like towards genders, and that could be maybe why there's a more involvement of both genders in the music scene. Dolly's song's Jolene is about another woman. It's about another it's woman and her in man. The pursuit, yeah. yeah, in the pursuit of... Well, I think, I don't think that's, like, in a way, like, we can't just say that's, like, wrong. Like, there's, like, a song... No, I didn't say it was wrong, but I'm just saying that that could be, like, a reason that we see more women in the country music field. I mean, Dolly is a unique example of, like, when it comes to Dolly's music, there's so many of her music that doesn't have men involved. Like, that doesn't even, like, talk about men or... Really, it's more about powerful women and pow- like her by herself being. Yeah, a I agree with woman. you, and I'm not gonna argue on Dolly Parton's discography because I don't know it. But I'm just trying to say like the influences of why more women could be involved in country than yeah. other genres. But speaking of women in country music, what is y'all's like opinion of kind of like the genrefication of music and the association with different? genders but also artists like switching genders within their music so okay let me backtrack on that for a second so if we were saying that the presence of women in music depends on the genre okay so like there's more women in country music per se Mm -hmm. so a lot of like I feel like more current music is artists experimenting and going outside of genre bounds so how do you think that affects like the gender involvement in musical genres does that make sense yeah i mean like i think just like the diversity of gender is definitely getting better as kind of music evolves as the music scene evolves definitely there's more women getting into music across genres but just through the industry there's a lot of exclusion in women through like awards which is a big thing with casey musgraves and getting classified as pop music when she does country stuff like that kind of there are a lot of uh women artists who are experimenting with genre and doing very interesting stuff but the classification always goes to i feel like it tries to drive them into this like pop wedge into this pop label that is hard to break out of right for a lot of artists like women but 
to that point too is like I could say how many of these new country songs like Parker McCollum or like these things I don't like them and I say that sounds so poppy like that doesn't sound well stadium like what is stadium country oh that's a good that's a good way to you know put I mean? it yeah. but I think that there is there is a distinction that they are, that they discredit like Casey Musgraves that being like not country or it's like when Taylor was still doing country. It's like, oh, like, that's just, it sounds, it doesn't really sound like country, but, yeah. I think that the marketability for women within the genre is definitely more scrutinized, and that's why they're forced into that strict confines of genre, which is why, as Max said, like, with Taylor, like, it doesn't really sound like country. If it was a guy artist, especially for the time, they'd be like, he's just pushing the the bounds of what genre means. Right, exactly, and, you know, Taylor Swift started as pretty purely country with her debut album and everything and as soon as she started progressing more into a pop country because she became more popular um that was immediately scrutinized as her leaving country not sounding like pure country anymore and turning into a more popular style of music but then when she switches music into completely pop and no country then it's scrutinized and so i feel Mm -hmm. like it's just a double-edged sword of women just really not only in the music industry but in the world it's like a it's a game of trying to get ahead but never being able to get there it disincentivizes them for like the public kind of response to a lot of that it really disincentivizes women trying to do stuff different mainly just like we keep coming back country but like look at the the chicks now not the dick formerly known as the dixie chicks the chicks look at their situation in like the early 2000s of how that kind of public backlash forced them out of the country scene for a long time. We were going to talk about the new Mitski album for 20 minutes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Aside from genre and public scrutiny, like what are industry obstacles like that women face? Or not? maybe not even uniquely, but just more so than men. I think the presence of so much of the music industry being patriarchal and led by men just automatically puts women at a disadvantage and whether those opportunities are explicitly blocked off to them, it creates like this attitude of like women not feeling like they can go like higher in their ranks mm-hmm. or anything because they're constantly preceded by a male authority. Assuming that we have no idea about this next question, like explain everything Taylor Swift re-releasing her album. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that relevant? Why did she do that? Why is it important? Assuming we know nothing about it. All right, give me a, get, you gotta give me a few minutes. So. It's a long story. It is a long story. It's a long story, but how, like relevant to the conversation, but also why is it important? Yeah, so Taylor Swift recently has started this whole project of re-recording her first six albums, I believe, that were primarily produced under Big Machine Records, which was Scott Borchetta's record company. And if you're familiar with Scott Borchetta, he's worked with Ariana Grande, um, Justin Bieber, I believe. And so there was this whole deal with Scott selling Taylor Swift's master recordings. While Taylor Swift like has recorded all this music for from 2006 to 2017, in the contract was somewhere webbed in there that she didn't own the master recordings Mm -hmm. so although she owns the lyrics and the production and everything especially with one of her albums being completely written by herself 
she got these taken away from her when she decided to switch over record labels for like a personal decision. This was all exposed to her that she didn't have access to her recordings. So upon finding that, of course, she is as Taylor Swift, as such a powerful woman in the music industry, is going to do whatever she can to kind of write that for herself and get her master recordings back. So she is completely re-recording her albums by herself um, with her new record company. So that's the first um, six albums up to Reputation in 2017. That's being re-recorded. But she's being really... This has been done before, too. Other artists have re-recorded their discographies and everything, but she's adding in unreleased tracks from like lyrics that she still had or unrecorded things just little pieces from the past that she's putting into the album to kind of enhance it and bringing in different collaborators and things like that and so it's giving the music a new life and it's I think it's actually going to be incredibly successful for her and instilling all of this new music into the industry and because she's become such a popular like pop culture figure I don't think her influence is going anywhere so her re-releasing an album from 2006 is gonna honestly get just as much if not incredibly more credit than it did Mm -hmm. when it was first released. I know very little about Taylor Swift or that whole situation so that was a lot of new information for me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the dispute between her and her record label. I knew there was something going on and I knew about the re-recordings. Yeah, that's wild. I don't know. I'm glad she's doing that for herself. So what was so what is red? Is red like? Well, it also gives a cool opportunity to Taylor not to sorry to cut you off. No, it, go ahead. Like also like someone more informed on this topic. Ashley alluded to is like with the song red. She got to record the ten minute version that they didn't let her release before. Yeah, so there were, like, her record company was pretty, like, her label was really restrictive and everything at first, and I mean, she signed to them when she was 16, so there probably wasn't a lot of progression in the music industry, especially for women, so I know her, like, dad was her signer on all these contracts, and so they agreed to all this stuff that wasn't explicitly stated or communicated. So, like, yeah, like Max was saying, there is a song called All Too Well on Red, track number five, um, and it was three minutes and 40-something seconds, and she had originally written 10 minutes worth of music and lyrics of the song, but the label was like, oh, that can't get played on, like, a radio, like, something that's that long, so you need to cut it down. So she kept all the verses and, like, the original recordings that she did, but only released the four-minute song to the album. But now that she's with a record label that's actually allowing her to experiment and grow as an artist she was able to release not only the re-recorded version of the original but also the 10 minute version of all too well now hear me out it's a punk album about this whole experience that would i think that'd be great reputation that would be is life-changing yeah i'm like what is what is so red was what album was red what so number red was number four number four has red. he done one through three already no, she's going out of order. Oh, so okay, okay. Nobody... So Red was, was Red number one? No. Yeah. So she's making it like a game, and the <laughs> whole like the whole Swifty fandom is like in shambles. <laughs> like the amount of stress and anxiety I go through on the daily, like what is Taylor Swift going right. to do today? But yeah, she released Fearless first, which okay. was her album from, it's her second album, and it's from 2008. Oh. Um, which was, it was one of her most, I think it was her most popular like country album like it was yeah. pretty purely country but that wasn't um, the first one she released 
the first by she herself. re-released. The, yeah, re-recorded. No, right. Yeah, the re-recording. Yeah. And so then the second album she did was Red, Red which okay. was the 2012 album. And then this album, you should be ready for the downfall of John Mayer. No one knows what's coming next, though. There's so much debate. It's like, is it going to be 1989? Is it going to mm-hmm. be Speak Now? Is it going to be the debut album? I is hear- it going to be Reputation? It's not your I hear that, but hear me out. Taylor Swift. She already took down Jake Gyllenhaal. She Shannon and the Clams, or Middle of the Sniffers, or mm-hmm. Ratmobile punk rock album that would literally end my life screaming about the patriarchy and this whole experience yeah i mean she collabed with phoebe bridgers and if she can get with more female artists on another album that would be insane but i think that yeah she has a song with him too on um evermore what do you think what 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 do you theorize what's coming next i think that reputation will be the final um re-release just because it was so different and experimental for her and Mm. like i don't want to say like grunge or punk but like people knew what she was saying when she did that one like she had a lot she not a lot but she had more freedom when she put out reputation it was like oh like this is different to taylor this is sure did that she's not going to be different again yeah what year was reputation 17 17 that was so that would be like the last one yeah that was the last one on her like first um contract okay 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 yeah that was number six I thought, uh, what was the one after reputation it was a uh, lover oh so lover was the new one like her new people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and there's like a long time between reputation and lover lover was like the first taylor swift album i like actually listened to so, really like, yes that's, my that's, really, I was not, that's really interesting because it's I like was my least n- favorite album i wasn't into it <laughs> i was not um i was not a taylor swift person growing well, up well if you ever want to be a taylor swift person no, i good. will curate you <laughs> with a playlist. Sure, okay <laughs> i was in the folklore i thought folklore was really Folklore's good I don't like folklore. yeah really? you don't like folklore whoa i reputation is my favorite and then okay but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Speak Now <laughs> is not going to be next either because that's the album she wrote completely by herself. Because after her first two albums, everyone was giving her a lot of like shade for being a woman yeah. and collaborating <laughs> with other artists. So she was like, "Well, I'm going to prove you wrong and write an album by myself." Oh. So I don't know if she would. But also, that I do one. think that she has something to say about John Mayer because not everyone. Yeah, knows. but if it was completely written, and I, you know what else I think, because he's doing so many tours right now. I think he's like he knows that's about to come out because like he like they like his PR team is really like get all the money we can right now before you get canceled. Yeah. I think that there's so many deep tracks on Speak Now that are very like heavy and lyrically cohesive. It's one of her mm. best albums as a whole. So I I think that her going back and bringing out vault tracks is going to be way too intense for her to really speak now right now. Like, I think the... No, no. Yeah, I think that the songs are going to be... It's going to be, like, a whole process for her. I don't think that that one's coming next. Mm. But I don't know. Could be wrong. Aside from Taylor Swift, current female-based artists that you think are either excelling or are dealing with stuff that is preventing them from being excelling, or just general take right now. Well, those are two opposite things. They are, but general take right now. Let's start with excelling, and then let's... Okay. Let's go. Let's be on the positive. So, so, right. who are some women artists that you think excel in the music industry? I think what's really cool about the music industry is sometimes when I think of, like, music or, like, the most popular people in the world for music, I often think of certain women. Like, Rihanna, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These pop are stars. people who are, like... But pop Beyonce by just itself, it just means, like, just means, like, popular. Like, that's what, the, like, legit pop means. So, it's, like, 
if I think of like music, especially new music or the music of the two thousands, Britney and it is more like important than t- like Justin Timberlake. Like those two, I associate as like some of the two biggest in the two thousands. Think of Britney more than Justin, or like I think of Adele right now. Like she's pretty. She's one of the biggest right now. I don't know. I think that's a cool thing that women, when women do, and maybe it's because there is less women. They might spotlight more, you know. So it's so like, do you think there I mean, like are the outliers. Less... There, 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 I don't think there's less women trying to get into music. I think it's right. just like the people that the one that make it to the top are like outliers. And I think when you see those, and maybe like the music industry is not getting into like what people are, what the people actually like. It's like women are like, boom, this person. You know what I'm saying? Boom, Beyonce. So you're like almost relegating this these female pop stars to like idolatry like you're putting them up there and saying that they have this huge influence over the world right so like mm-hmm. Beyonce pop star like everyone knows who she is right? right so do you not think that men have that sort of influence in popular music um I don't know how I can really how many I can really think about right now I think in rap there is more men I think like if you compared Nikki's opinion to say Kanye's opinion, the rap industry's gonna listen to more of what Kanye's gonna say. But when, if it comes to pop, Justin Bieber is that who? That's the only person who could really come to my mind right now. Like, who, how many male pop singers come to your head when you think of you know how, Harry Styles? Harry Styles is true. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of like of the big pop. Yeah, but that's only like since he became popular, like through just his One Direction ship. Yeah. Like if you were to classify his first album. But Harry Styles is a good example. But yeah. I don't. I do. I know nothing about Harry Styles' music. That was just. I. He's a very popular. No, for sure. I, that's so, a. That's yeah. a good example. Same with like Sean Mendes. I know nothing about his music. I just know he's a popular name. I just. I can't think of many. I don't know. Well, Jared. Yeah. Women in the music industry you think are excelling right now? I mean, obviously, there's one right now. She mm. just put out an album on Friday. I mean, if you want me to say, <laughs> Mitski, newest album, Laurel Heck. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. Came out on Friday. Uh, Mitski's been on a hiatus. She's had an awful, awful time in the music industry during her previous career, mainly just like clawing her way up the ranks um trying to get a footing in the indie rock scene um hitting real big critical acclaim with puberty 2 in 2016 kind of and then just rocketing off into pop indie pop stardom in 2018 with be the cowboy and she went on a hiatus because it was a lot to handle Mm -hmm. and she was like i need to chill out for a long time and she even quietly decided to leave the music industry because it was so awful but she came back she said no and i don't know if this will be her last album she is not clear on that but after a hiatus she's back with incredible music she's back she's back with some incredible synth pop it's great she's on top of the world right now I think that, like, seems to be a trend with women in music taking these hiatuses. Like, I can't think off the top of my head of any men who have done the similar thing, but, you know, Britney back in the early 2000s taking a hiatus, Taylor Swift has done the same thing, and now Mitski. That seems like it's a very apparent reaction to women being suppressed by the music industry. I know a lot of bands do that, but that's not because of 
pressure, that's because of the internal things that go on with bands. Right. Yeah. So I think you are right. What are you saying? Like a peak, like when it happens to women, it like peaks pretty high. And then like. Well, like women taking a hiatus, like leaving music for a certain okay. amount of time because of oh, their relationship with the here. industry as a whole. Right. Like, can you think of any men who have done that? There's absolutely mm. been a lot, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm men taking hiatuses, or because of the industry. I think hiatuses are hard to think of because hiatuses are not very common. Usually it's like a clean break. It's usually when people leave, they're like, I'm out for good. There's very, it's like, I can't think of a lot of hiatuses really between yeah. artists, but usually when people leave, they're like, I mean, like good. Adele taking like breaks between each of her albums? I'm like, I'm confused about the question. No, like, like Taylor's. I know, like, yeah. I can't Taylor think Swift's of another. Like, shut everything. I know, I can't really think of another example. Except for Taylor and Brittany, like, what, the, the, those two circumstances, like, those seem like pretty unique circumstances, I think that's like what you're saying, like, what... Right, but like, he was talking about Mitski as well, so I was just trying to compare okay. the fact that it's happened to so many women mm-hmm. in the music industry. Mm, I, mm, I really have to, like, think about it, but nothing comes off the top of my head, did Michael Jackson go through that? I feel like almost definitely. I don't know. Again, I could not say, but I, f- I don't know if he went through a hiatus, but again, it's a lot of just like public scrutiny, which is, again, something that is like always going to be heightened if you're a woman in any public facing industry. Hiatuses take like hiatuses, um, break offs from the public image. I mean, is something that happens. Just... Like Justin Bieber did that. Yeah. He, he couldn't. Handle the pressure of society and and be fan, fan like being famous, so he had to take a hiatus. Especially at such a young age, there was right. probably a lot of like exploitation. Probably not a great experience being a young right. um, pop star. And he's come back. World. Yeah. And did some doesn't crazy things. stuff. Ashley, favorite female artist that's excelling right now in the music industry. I can't pick one. Pick one now. Pick one right now. First one that comes to your head. Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. She is, she really is such a diverse artist. Um, she collabs with so many different people through like forming their own bands and releasing music that way. Um, she has two albums out um, right now and she has an album with Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes and the group is called Better Oblivion Community Center. Highly recommend. It is such a good album. And then she also has Boy Genius out with Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker. So I think it's really cool that she not only collabs with other artists, but fleshes out a full project with them and mm-hmm. like creates a band and like has this whole this whole image, this whole aesthetic going in different fields at the same time. Um, and then she also just collabed with Taylor Swift on one of her re-releases. So I think that's really cool to pull different women in who are battling this same struggle in the music industry of overcoming the patriarchy and seeing them do it together. Taylor collab with other people? She, she's been featured on a few other songs, but I don't, and she's had people collab on her songs, yeah, but I, I don't think she's ever me. really like written with somebody else except for like i know with folklore and evermore um aaron Dessner from the national was a really um influential songwriter and helping her with everything 
and back with like mostly 1989 is where you see it the most prolific also in Lover but like Jack Antonoff's songwriting and producing so I think she does it more with like producers and like independent musicians but never with a specific another artist you know what I mean mm-hmm. never done like a collab album never done yeah. a genius mm-hmm. alright what about what about you what, what women do you think you talked about Mitski oh, you talked about Boy Genius for a little bit oh do you want to talk about Boy Genius? Let's talk about Doja Cat. Christian, who are your favorite women artists right now doing amazing things? Megan? I'll say that without kissing. Megan the Stallion. My current favorite is Brittany Howard. I think there was a lot of concern when the Alabama Shakes stopped performing together. And then she just kind of came out of the left field and really has been producing some of her best work, even on a solo. So she's been doing really good right now, and I think that she's just an amazing musician. So I think she's really cool. You've been listening to San Marcos Sounds.